Are you dumbasses? Been just taking therapy. Now I just got. Now I just got to give people bullet points and tell them be like, look. Yeah, we asked. This is everything you missed. This is everything you missed. Okay. All right. Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Brittany. And we are... For Colored Nerds. The conversations that black people have. When white people are not in the room. But we record them and put it on the internet. And on the internet. We share them yeah. with all. We put putting people on blast. Put it in the street. Business put in, in the, the street. street. Business in the street. Front street. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me tell y'all what's happening right now. Yeah. So, we started recording. Yep. And I put Eric on the wrong mic. Brittany was on the, the boards. Input. I that's, was on the, that's, I was that's on the boards. First of all, nobody fucking asked you. Second of all, so I fucked up. So we had got six minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> so let me just tell you. Anyway, we had to start over again because Eric wasn't Eric wasn't on. He wasn't present on yeah. the court. It was just me. Just, Real quiet. And it was like probably Eric sounded like he was like in a different room and me sounded like I was right here. So let me catch y'all up on what you missed. Number one, Black History Month. Yes. Happy Black History Month. Welcome. Um, feels good. Feels good. Feels good. Every day that I wake up as a black woman is a beautiful fucking mm. day. Same thing for me, but different, you know. Yeah, obviously. But not being black and all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you try it. <laughs> okay, number two, um, Eric is still sick. So you guys might hear him coughing and yeah. shit in the middle of this episode because his dumbass didn't take any fucking Dayquil. He's been sick for like three weeks because he's been taking, uh, what is it? Fresh water? I, yeah, what else? I've been drinking some water. Well, I mean, I was taking medicine. I was taking Theraflu, and I was taking, like, Zyrtec D for my, like, congestion. Right. Zyrtec is also, for those of you who don't know, it's it an is allergy medication. Allergy medication. <laughs> so, basically, you took a medication that does not directly address what is ailing you, which is either a cold or the flu. Yeah. And then you additionally took Theraflu, which is nebulous at best. It's basically watered down lean, if you ask me. <laughs> Watered down, Yo, if hot only, lean. If only it actually worked like that. <laughs> actually, some lean probably set you straight right now. <laughs> Burn it out your chest, as they used to say. <laughs> so that's happening. Yeah. Uh, also. You finally got Amazon. Oh, yeah. I got Amazon. I've been trying to tell you, you I know. Amazon the, forever. Amazon does not in any way support this podcast. No. But I will let you guys it know. It is the truth, though. It is the truth. <laughs> it, it supports this podcast indirectly. Yeah. Yeah, by our happiness and well-being. Oh, my God. Everything. If you want something, I swear to God, it's on Amazon. I just showed Eric I have a 10-foot phone charger. I have two. I have one in my backpack and one in my house. 10-foot phone charger that has, it's like woven. Mm -hmm. It's like military-grade phone charger. I don't think they have phones in the military, but you get what I'm saying, right? It's like bunker-level shit. And, I mean, all I do, all I do, every day, I go on Amazon and think, what can I buy, what can I buy? I'm going to put you on game. You want to know what this shit is? What? Subscribe and save. So, subscribe and save. Whoa, This is like, it's like, because, see, actually, real talk, we should go back. Because what I, this is what I told, what y'all don't realize is Britney is now new money. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> true, just to, just to, just to be real, Britney is new money. You know, I mean, we, again, this is there's levels to this shit. It's Keep levels. in mind when we talk about black wealth, it's a different thing than white wealth. <laughs> so if you looked at anybody's ATM uh, like bank account balance, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, we're not talking about large subs. We're talking about we ha- I have presently more money than I did eight months ago. So we now have, or Brittany aff- now I couldn't has afford enough- Amazon. Yeah. Like I, I made a leap. I couldn't afford Amazon before. So this is what we're talking about. But Brittany, you know that like her feeling now, what she's experiencing is uh, is new money. Yeah, <laughs> and so now she's realizing that she can prioritize things for convenience. You know, this is a, oh my god, this is a level you know that I, I used to chop my own lettuce, <laughs> and now sometimes I can buy it in a box. Tell me, and get it delivered. Tell, hello, tell me, tell me, my shit is not right. Tell me. So tell me. now she's ordering everything from Amazon, but subscribe and save is the ship. So basically, you can like items that you order frequently. Mm. Um, you can get them just to come automatically, and they'll give you a discount for just setting up a regular order. So you can get like I mean, obviously things like uh, diapers, diapers, yeah. multivitamins, like things like that that you order that you order frequently. Vitamins are so cheap on yeah. Amazon. Yeah, they you can, are. You can save money, but the ill thing you can also do it for hood shit. Like you want to know what I get. <laughs> 
you want to know what I get on subscribe and save? Cooley? So, no. The best thing I get on subscribe and save is tall white tees. <laughs> Wait, why so, do you have tall tees? So, I wear tall. Because you are tall. I'm a taller person. but And so, if I wear, like, regular Hanes white tees, like, if I just, like, reach my arm anything above, like, shoulder level. Crop top. Yeah, I'm wearing a crop top. <laughs> you can see all my stomach. And now I'm dead by So, it's like, you know, it's, 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 it's not pretty sad. <laughs> no shade. But you act like before it was, like. If you had all hey. the salty, you act like you had the V cut. Yo, though. I was, I mean, I was like two steps away from D'Angelo. Aren't we the... all though? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I like a slightly longer tee. That makes sense. And then it can kind of hang yeah. underneath your, you know. I think it's like, kind of funny when your wear. shirt stops. You yes. know what I'm saying? And then you got the sweater hanging. <laughs> I just think that's corny. I do. So, Apologize. Yeah. So I get, again, again, pro tip. When you have T-shirts, if you wear them for too long, back in my in my no money days, <laughs> T-shirts after like after a few too many washes end up with cream, you know, like yeah. cream colored, just not like struggle tees, not like that just, eggshell. Yeah, like you don't you don't want that. Doesn't look good. It's not cute. So I get the subscribe and save uh-huh. on like three to four months. You can set at what like interval you want to. Oh you can my come God. every month, every three months, every God, four months. God, this is amazing. Yeah, so I get new t-shirts on the subscribe and say. See, I've been really into um because like also I guess I should put out a call. I need a new fucking hobby. <laughs> I was I've been told by several people that I need a new hobby. I need a you hobby do. that doesn't that's not productive. Like cooking yeah. is productive. Do you know what I'm saying? Exercise is productive. Yeah. I need a hobby that's like just like you know, just you don't do shit. Like you should play chess. That's productive. Chess is no. It's, what? What are you talking First about? First of all, also like I don't really understand like board games and symbols and stuff. Like I've learned to play chess three times. Chess I've is great. beat other people at chess oh. in my adult lifetime. Yeah. And I used to date somebody who liked to play chess in the at, at the the public. You know, the public like oh, outside. I'm not yeah thinking. yeah no. So I used to play outside like on Broadway yeah. up in Washington Heights in the street. And that's why I have photo evidence that I won at chess before. Mm-hmm. But I, if you ask me how to play, if you put a chessboard in front of me, I would not remember that shit at all. Mm-hmm. I just don't. Game, like, that's why I don't play cards because I can't remember the yeah. rules. You do need to learn how to play spades, though. I'm about to have a spades. I know. You've been saying that. You've been saying you're about to have a spades. No, I said a date. What is the date? I mean, it's like. Uh, I, mean, I mean, anyway, <laughs> as I'm saying, so I need a fucking hobby. But what I've been doing a lot recently is because wintertime is easy skincare. Also, Pro fucking tip for people out there who care about their skin game because aging is fucking real and cracking in your face is real if you're not black. But you still should be like, you still should be careful about that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And the lighter you are, I feel like the more susceptible you are to cracking Mm. because of the lack of melanin in your face. Okay. Okay. And so I have like a multi-step thing, Mm -hmm. but like if like, like I use Dr. Jart. Serum, I just switched. Dr. Jart, it's Korean, it's Korean products, amazing. Mm-hmm. This shit is $12 cheaper on Amazon than it is at Sephora. Wow. And you can get it shipped to you for free. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, so like that makes me excited because maybe I can subscribe and save yeah, on like nice conditioner and fucking face shit. It's not every single product, but it's it's most. Like it's most. That's amazing. I'm going to yeah. have to check on that. Well, this is good. So yeah, so Amazon, I'm caught up on that. So today. So today, today it is, as we mentioned, it's Black History Month. Really excited for Black History Month. And Black History Month, you know, I was I was saying this to you earlier. I was like, I, I reflect on my blackness often mm-hmm. as, uh, you know, on this show and just in general. Yeah. Uh, but it's in, like an extra time. Like, it's like a bonus time where, you know, I like to, like, think from a, like, macro level about my place in the world, my mm-hmm. history. Mm-hmm. You know, I just feel like if you've seen a new, like, Vince Staples video. Lift me up. No, I haven't seen so any. He's like floating in the air. <gasps> I do. I, like I just got chills. I like that song a lot. It's really yeah. good. I, I feel like I'm floating in the air and it's just blackness on top of me. Like I'm surrounded. I'm just mm, just mm. like living in the blackness. You can't see me, but I'm just like living in it. Well, yeah, his hands are all stretched. <laughs> like you're yeah. receiving your God. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That brings us here today. And we, what yes. we're going to talk about today, Michelle Obama. Yes. We our lovely Flotus. Flotus, our lady. lovely Flotus, yes. So before we get into this, I want to like preface this. It's hot take. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is hot take. We do that often. We do. I mean, most of the shows. I was going to say it's pretty much what we're, it's what all, we're about. All hot takes. Yeah. Um, then that's fine. You know, 
We got our ear to the streets. It's, a, it's the world we live in. It's the world we live in. But it's reminded me, like, in giving this type of disclaimer, I'm cognizant of the fact that this is a hot take. You will likely, probably, maybe disagree with me. You know, there's probably a counterpoint. Mm. But I want to describe my thinking a little bit. I mean, as I do often. I was listening to another round. Mm-hmm. Excellent podcast. Shout Check out Heather Tracy. Yes. Um, the episode with Melissa Harris Perry, mm-hmm. also excellent. During that interview, they asked her about. Tanahasi Coates had mentioned or, you know, had claimed that Melissa Harris Perry is the basically like the preeminent or, you know, the top public intellectual yeah. in the US. And, you know, a lot of white people took umbrage with that. I didn't. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, that that makes sense. Claim. Yeah. yeah. I, I followed the logic. Uh, but they asked her about it. They were like, what do you think about this? It was a bit of a controversy. Where do you see yourself in the world? And she was like, well, let me tell you about our brother Tanahasi. And, you know, she basically uh, was like, the, that way of thinking is a very, like, masculine, competitive way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn. The way she broke it down, she broke it down. She could do it more eloquently eloquently than I can. Yeah, we can provide a link to the episode. Yeah, we'll yeah. link to it. Uh, but she broke it down like, I don't really think about myself in that way. Like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to maximize my contribution to the culture. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and that's paraphrasing. But uh, but I'm not necessarily thinking of myself as better than, you know, or less than than any other, you know, uh, public intellectual or academic yeah. out there. And I thought that was a really good breakdown. It made me take a step back and reflect on my own thinking mm. uh, because I often think like that too. I mean, we we do that. We do it on the show. We rank. Yeah, you know, we, do. we like position this person against this person. It's human nature to want to have to classify and have order. Exactly. So that really clarified a chink in the chain that is my thinking. Oh God, one of them. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But that said, I want to do that same. I, I want to do that same thing today. <laughs> I want to take one of those same positions today. Mm-hmm. And I just I just wanted to, you know, present the disclaimer and lay the groundwork for where this type of thinking comes from. Because I think it should be said. I'm ready. I'm sitting here. Lay it on. Lay it on. So, mm-hmm. what I want to position today and what I think we should dissect is the true statement okay. that Michelle Obama okay. is the most perfect black person like maybe ever, maybe ever that black it. American ever. I didn't know that. Boom! Escalates. If we had like, yeah, we gotta get like a we gotta, yeah, we gotta get like a board, a cart. I know we, yeah. we can, we can. Yeah, yeah. Next time. But, oh yeah, next time we got aux cable in here, so I could just get we could get one on my iPad and yeah. just we could start. Pew, 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 pew. But uh, so. I'm going to quickly explain why and we're going to talk about it. Okay, I'm ready. And see what you think. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it, Michelle Obama, she is the first lady of the United States. Yes. That is a position that no black woman has ever held before. No. If you think about the level of president and first lady of the United States, that is probably the highest position that two people can occupy in this United States and from a stature point of view. Possibly also in the world, yes. In the world, correct. Mm -hmm. So being a black person who is in this office, in this position, has this title, automatically elevates is is an awkward word, but I think it's, you know, it's relevant in this particular, it's it's right in this particular situation, Mm -hmm. of a lot of different positions. So that already rises her above to, you know, history- Status. She's going to be in the history book. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She's never had any real controversy that has stuck. That's true. So, you know, they tried to come for her and say she was like anti-American for a little bit. You know, she yeah. said some real shit. She said some real we'll shit. We'll talk about that a little more later. We will. That's really it. They tried to come for her because she wore... The $450 shoes to the soup kitchen. I mean, at the end of the day, if I got money. Right. And also, like, at the end of the day, also, like, a lot of other people pick out her shit probably yeah. day to day. So it's not like you like you don't have time to make decisions like that. If somebody got you these $450 shoes, you put them on, you go do what you got to do, and you keep them moving. You tell your stylist, I want fly shit. They come yeah. back with fly shit. You answer no more questions. Right. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like you said, if I could buy $450 shoes, no, Jesus yeah. wouldn't be able to stop me from spending $450 <laughs> on shoes if I got the fucking money. Exactly. Not God. Not nobody. It ain't tricking if you got it. Hello. So there's that. Nothing's ever stuck. Teflon Don. 
if you will. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't realize we were bringing a rosé into this, but right. sure. Then, in addition to these things, yes, the perception of her is wildly positive, and it doesn't get to the point of like hero worship. Yeah. Or, like, deification. People feel like they are crazy about her, but, like, n- not for anything that's not grounded in reality. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that that is wild. And and, and the other thing is, like, her contribution to blackness, to America. Michelle Obama's, like, literally probably on paper. Yes. The most perfect black person has ever lived. I, I, I really struggle with taking, like, putting anybody above that particular like her status yeah so i was thinking about that and i was like you know i wanted to talk i wanted to talk with you about it as I, oh as like I a true do. living breathing black woman yeah yeah i wanted to get your opinion on it because i think you know her like i think there's a lot to her legacy you know as as she nears the the end of her tenure as like a uh in office you know first lady mm-hmm. um and moves on to what would be the like the next era of her life you know and what that will be but i think there's a lot to unpack about michelle obama who she is as a woman as a black woman as a public figure as a symbol we talk about symbols a lot on this yes we do i think there's a lot there it's like i don't know what it is she manages to she manages to like be very real without being ever to anything yeah and she's like Additionally, never to anything, but without placating people. Yeah. I guess without placating white people is what I mean. Like, thinking about this makes me really curious for, like, what we find out about how her image was managed, like, you Mm. know, in 15 or 20 years. I can't think of a single person who manages to escape. Like, you know what everything, I'm every everything. I, every piece of like controversy. And, and don't get it twisted. There have been, you know, small, like, articles here and there where yeah. people try to say, like, like, I, but it's it's mostly the stereotypical shit that they try to put out there. They say yeah. like she's extremely domineering behind the scenes, like, but that's basically saying that she has like thoughts and opinions. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and it's just like, no, that's thing. not crazy. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, that's that's all that I can think of in terms of the stuff, the articles that people write where they try to come at them. That's all. Yeah, I really no, think that's of all. It. That's all I can think of too. Because if you also think about it, like she's not just like maybe the most perfect black person, but she's also like a completely lovable and, like, wholly remarkable, like, just American. No, she was an accomplished corporate lawyer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she ain't just passed the bar either. Like, she went to, like, what, Princeton Harvard? Yeah. Ivy League educated. Uh, majored in African-American studies. Real. You know, like, analyze, like she she's steeped in she's steeped in the culture. She's steeped, steeped in, in the culture. She's from the south side of Chicago. I think yeah. she went to Whitney M. Young, which, like, Surprise. Yeah. And like, I'm like, like, who didn't? Like, I, could, I feel like I could just name like 20 people who went to Whitney M. Yeah. Young from Chicago. It's like, if you're a young black person and you're on point, you're from Chicago, you probably went to Whitney M. Young. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is also that same way, like, we talk about going to Howard all the time. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like black people who went to Whitney Young from Chicago talk about going to Whitney Young. Yeah. It's like Cast Tech if you're from Detroit. Yeah. Okay. Like, my parents went there. A lot of my friends' parents, like, from growing up and as an adult, also went there. And like, so did Diana Ross. And like, so did Jack White. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you say she's accomplished, like when Barack met her, she was at another level. Yeah, like she, he was like an intern. Yeah. And she was assigned to like be in charge of him. Like, she, she had like a, like she had like a really impressive career before Barack like ran for any office and like, like she gave up. Well, I guess like, I don't know. She even, t- she even takes issue with saying gave up, which we will definitely get to. Yeah. But like, it was her decision to like move to, like Washington and, and you know and, and do the more mom and chief things as yeah. it were. Yeah, and even before uh you know before they made the move to to the White House, like she was extremely adamant about not moving to DC mm-hmm. um you know while Brock was in the Senate. Because that's where her job was, that's where her people were, that's where yeah. her network was and that's where she was gonna stay. Exactly. So you know I mean it makes like it says something in there like that that change didn't happen until it had to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and know? it's interesting too because it makes me think about like it's somewhat of a departure in some in some senses, maybe outside of like Hillary Clinton. Yeah. That's a major departure for a first lady mm-hmm. to to have been in any way not even accomplished, but professionally similar in any way to, to her husband, like before you know, and whatever they were doing before he like assumed presidency. I mean, honestly, in terms of first ladies in general, like other than Hillary Clinton, it, it you'd be hard pressed to put a finger on yeah, their lives or, or like before Eleanor Roosevelt, yeah. maybe. I mean, and that's, that's, that's you got to go back a ways. Yeah, yeah, no, you got to go exactly. You got to go back a ways, and then even and then before then, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's those are like the only two other first ladies that I feel like stand out as people who like had 
their own shit that was popping, yeah. which is not very technical language, <laughs> but like had their own shit that was popping before they like stepped into this role. She like is totally conventional in the way that she's gone about assuming a lot of like her first lady responsibilities. Mm, yeah. But like the way that it comes off and the way that it's received is like it's very new. Her approach is conventional and uncon- and revolutionary all at the same time. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And part of that is because she is not just like first lady, but she is mom in chief. Yeah. That communicates a lot. That's yeah. like a black woman saying a black woman who is like super professionally accomplished saying that like I'm going to move with my family to the White House. I'm going to put my career on pause because my family is going to be the most important thing to me right now. Which like as a black woman, especially if you're so publicly, be a wife. Yeah. And be a mom and be like consumed with the minutia of your children's lives and your husband's life like and have that be something that's important and that you're proud of is like that's pretty rare the stereotype is you typically have you know the black working mom who's like struggling them you know to like yeah. to like making like having to work you know two and three jobs yeah. to to push the family forward and doesn't necessarily have the time to be as involved as she might want to be or even just be as like visible yeah. In that regard. There's obviously a reverence for that that character, you know, that yeah. trope, um, for a lot of the things that quote unquote signifies about black women in terms of like strength and something like that. Yeah. But it's it's it is very different that she can still symbolize a lot of those things, but from a very different approach. Yeah. From the fact that like all of my focus is on these things because of, you know, obviously I have the ability to do that. Yeah. But that's something that I was focused on before, but I'm just magnifying that now, regardless exactly. of the station that I have. The conversation around her being a mother is so prevalent. Anytime she does an interview, you know, a lot of the focus is on, like, the the life that she tries to provide for Sasha and Malia. Yeah. Like, and how, you know, they keep that that, fi- that family dynamic together and going. No. You didn't hear Hillary talk about her relationship with no. Chelsea that often. No. And also, like, she, like, as a white woman, it is her <laughs> total privilege to, because people expect they expect like the motherly they expect like the the wifely because people expect all of that it's cool for her to kind of like not necessarily engage it it's seen as like a, a revolutionary act yeah. or something new or something exciting i ain't got it like that yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like like black women we don't we don't have it like that we always we always are expected to be a part of the workforce and to take care of family and to do all of these other things and then additionally somehow um, we're also expected to be like a drain on society and like, you know, sucking up all of the welfare from all of the white people who are actually on it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like so to be like a black woman who's in like an obviously functioning and healthy family and like be like solely for the time being focused on being a wife and mother. That is how I assume maybe maybe white women felt about Hillary Clinton and her being so different from, say, Nancy Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that, like, they probably found Hillary Clinton really refreshing yeah. or something like that. Maybe possibly also cold, but there's still a little, like, there's still, like, even some... Fascination. Yeah, some fascination yeah. or some excitement around the fact that if Hillary wants to be cold, she can be cold. Yeah. We read a few things before we talked today. One of the things that we read, we'll link to it. I think it might have been from the Time piece about Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Talked about how Hillary Clinton had an aide at every single one of her husband's meetings. Yeah. That is seen as, like, you know, possibly a... It seems cool and it seems smart and it seems aggressive and yeah. like and domineering in a really awesome way to have like, you know, one of Hillary's aides at every single one of Bill Clinton's meetings. But like Michelle can't do that. Michelle can't do that. And she's also choosing. Well, she not... could. No, 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 no. She could. No, she technically could. Yeah. But it, I get the impression decision. that, it, yeah, yeah, that it was a conscious decision for her to like not want to like I, I, I get the genuine impression that she that she like doesn't want to but also now that I think about it I don't think that she could and like not just mm. because of like the Chris Rock joke you know you have a black pre- black president then like his wife is gonna be like no we're president yeah like this is uh, like this is us <laughs> yeah especially because of so much stuff that happened early in I think early in his presidency or early in the campaign trail I think yeah in 2008 or whatever 2007 2008 where, like there was this whole idea that you know Michelle was like this angry black woman yeah, yeah, this angry black woman on like like her like people felt like they had enough proof that she was an angry black woman on top of the ideas that people already have about black women in general feeling like they need to be running shit. Well, I mean, I think so. Let's unpack that a little bit. I mean, I think that goes back to 
her ability to push against these like typical like stereotypes and tropes is really interesting because again go, going back to something we already said it, it at the same time embraces convention like yeah. like what people would normally associate with a a woman in these roles but because of who she is as a black woman it's very very different yeah so going back to to that particular time she mentioned so the controversy was basically she said uh for the first time in my life i'm extremely proud to be an american yeah um this was on a campaign trail she's really seeing the rallying like the community that was developing with many different types of people around barack's presidency uh-huh. you know it was a it was very much a coalition yeah. of black white you know brown and in between, like every single, you yeah. know, like men, women, like we really came together around this idea of hope. Now, whether that hope is manifested uh, or still yeah. exists, we don't know. But at the time, that was a very like, I mean, that was a very different. Oh, thing. It was. I went to a couple of like, I went to an early campaign event in like Wilmington, Delaware, and it was like one of the most profound experiences of my entire life, seeing the different types of people that like came together and filled the town square in the middle of like a cold, like a Saturday in January. To just to see this man speak for yeah. like twenty minutes. Yeah. So I mean that that wasn't a crazy thing to say. And even as a black woman, you know, who I imagine at every single like I mean, she went to Princeton and studied African American studies. She went through it. She's, she went. <laughs> she went fucking through it. You know, I think her thesis was on being a black person in the Ivy League. Oh god. Um, yeah. And I imagine at every point throughout her career, you know, she probably had to like battle against some sort of like sexism or racism. Yeah. Like. You know, her parents, she comes from a relatively, uh, I would say, normal background in the, like, traditional sense of yeah. having, like, both her mom and dad there. Yeah. Like, a very strong sense of family. But that doesn't mean she wasn't black in Chicago. <laughs> exactly. You know, black in the south side of Chicago. You know, yeah. she wasn't brand new. No. Um, so, you know, it's not crazy to think that you would get to this point and be shocked and be surprised. Yes. That so many people can not necessarily change, but be so vocal about the desire for something different, something yeah. different that is that shared belief of hope for a country that isn't on some bullshit like we normally are. That comment wasn't crazy. And I mean, there was no. a lot of analysis about it, but it was something that people seized on to apply this like very stereotypical angry black woman persona. Stark, Stokely Carmichael in a dress. You yeah. Recall. So like that happens. That yeah. that's the perspective of her. She's being put in this box that so many black women are put in. Yeah, God. But it's to me it's it's extremely fascinating that in becoming more conventional and like warm and playing into what almost would what one would think would be a stereotype. Yeah. Of I'm supporting my husband. You know, I I, I seek the same things that he does. I'm yeah. looking. You know, we're looking to go to change things. Yeah. Becoming a more quote-unquote supportive wife and embracing these roles was the revolutionary act that took her out <laughs> you know of this box that people tried to put her in does that make sense no it does make sense like that's that's wild to me like see that's how you i'm gonna tell you something right now now you're starting to understand <laughs> the shit that i fucking go through every day yeah like so so yeah one it's wild that that's the path through that yeah. situation yeah but at the same time she didn't necessarily seem like it didn't seem so false. No, like I was going to say, she, she still has this really strong authenticity that, like, that has not wavered. Like, yeah. I still feel, I still very much feel like the same woman who said the remark about, for the first time, feeling proud of her country. Yeah. I feel like that's still the same woman at the White House Easter egg role. Like, yeah. I still feel like it's the same woman who's, like, Talking about school lunches, like I feel like I don't feel like I'm getting a different version. Yeah. Even of she's her. not she's not playing a role, but I mean she's she's more communicative about a certain side. Yeah, and I mean, I and I, I think that fr I frankly think that that's that's awesome. I mean, this is my perspective as a black person. It's I think we're able to feel the uh, like the authenticity in that scenario yeah. because we know that you know. Black people are able to occupy many different spaces and trains of thought at the same time. Have to, yeah. you know. Um, so I I feel that warmness very clearly because I know she still has these thoughts, with to me weren't that controversial to begin with. Yeah. But she's also just talking about the flip side of the coin. You yeah. know, she's also just talking about this other part of being black, being you know, for her being a woman and, yeah. and being a wife. It's a very weird thing. Even I think about like, so uh, I'm 28 now. Yeah. 
I really thought adulthood would be different than this. I didn't mm. think that like I would still be struggling to remember to fucking order floss from Amazon, <laughs> or that like it was buying. Pur- exactly. <laughs> Purchasing floss was such an issue for me that like I like I didn't think I would be so incompetent at this age that I just couldn't take my black ass to the drugstore. But like I'm reaching a point where I'm starting to think more about motherhood and starting to think more about like becoming a wife because yeah. like those are two things that I really want to do. Yeah, and like. It's weird. There's like a lot of, for so many different reasons, there's a lot of shame around. So like, okay, there's a lot of desire, right? I think for a lot of straight black women or black women who wish to partner with black men specifically Mm -hmm. or, you know, men in general, but definitely specifically black men. There's this like, there's a panic, obviously. There's a lot of stress around like, can I find a partner? Mm -hmm. First of all, is my partner worth a shit? Second of all. (laughs) Qualified. Right. Qualified. (laughs) To be in in this conversation, yeah. like, are we going to go the distance? Do we do we have enough money to to get married? Do we have enough money to have children? Like, can we actually conceive? Is adoption option? All these different things. There's all these different ways to become a family, but there's still like this emphasis on like getting married to the right person, mm. in, in like hopefully being financially stable enough to do that, and then starting a family. Like these are things that like I know that I desire. I grew up with them. Yeah. There are lots of people who didn't. There are lots of black women who did not grow up with those things, yeah. who greatly desire them. And sometimes that can seem like it's even further away than it already feels. And then additionally, like, then there's, like, all these white women, hmm. right, who are, like, want to make you feel like shit because you want to Because that's have the a system part- you want to participate in. Right, yeah. because it's a system that you want to participate in. And, like, don't get me wrong. I don't I think it's ridiculous the way that our society prioritizes people who subscribe to marriage like and yeah marriage and family and all those traditional notions because like you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. It's wild to me that like getting married makes you like qualified for all of these perks. Yeah. I guess essentially what they are societal perks. And even like getting married to a man like it, yeah. you know getting married in this like traditional family unit also like yeah. elevates you to like this other station oh yeah it's like it's it's fucking crazy but like and like they're like you know and there's lots of there's lots of like tradi like the re like if you look at the history of marriage and like thinking about like dowries and property and ownership and all that sort of stuff like there are lots of reasons not to get married yeah i totally understand that i think that totally makes sense but still me being a black woman and you know there being other black women out there and michelle obama possibly being one of these black women uh, and actually, I mean, it seems like she's made it pretty obvious she's one of these black women. Like, I like it, it is a privilege to be able to, without question and without interruption, be able to build a traditional family. And like, it drives me so, like, it makes me so happy that Michelle Obama exists because she, to me, she symbolizes that it's okay to be extremely educated extremely well-educated to be highly accomplished and to also value your relationship with your husband and the well-being of your children above everything else. Even think like the the murmurs from white feminists have even gone down, like in the conversations around like, why is she, you know, stepping out of the spotlight? Why is she stepping down so that her husband can be the president? And also, I mean, there's a whole conversation to be had around like, and this, we're a long way from this society, but a world where, someone would see someone like Michelle Obama and think this woman should be president. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? It says a lot that as a society, we're not in a place <laughs> where people look at a, an extremely competent, smart, bootstrapping the way that they like, yeah. human, like American, right? Yeah. From a nuclear family. People don't look at this person and think, oh, this person should be the president of the United States. Yeah. Like, or I think could it, be. Yeah, or could be, right? There's a lot to be said for the fact that, like, we don't live in a world like that. And, like, we will not live in a world like that in my lifetime, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, I don't know. Like, we – I never thought we'd have – we'll thought see. my I like, thought my grandchildren would see a black president before I did. Yeah. I never thought in my lifetime it would happen. So, I mean, you know, we'll see. But I still think given all of society's limitations, she's an extremely impressive person. So to see her embrace family, it makes me feel – a lot. And actually, there's something about that that you said earlier that I do want to kind of come back to. What is that? You contrasted Hillary Clinton, her wanting, or her having an aide in, in the room, yeah. uh, in every room when an important yeah. conversation was being discussed. And, you, and it seems like her desire for power. Yeah. And a more traditional manifestation of power. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there was there was actually a, a passage that I think this might be the Times piece, but it's in one of the pieces that we uh, that we mentioned uh, where Hillary Clinton she talked about that that dynamic a little bit. She said over the years, the role of first lady has been perceived as largely symbolic. Yeah. And that's something that she really struggled with. She's expected to represent an ideal and largely mythical concept of American womanhood. And, you know, they talk about how that wasn't, that wasn't really Hillary's. No, it wasn't. Hillary's thing. Back. And again, I and mean, and again, I'll say that I'll, the same thing that I said about Michelle Obama, I actually would say about Hillary. I think part of what, like why she is grading to a lot of people mm-hmm. is because like, she did not come up in a time, and I don't even know if that time really exists quite yet, mm-hmm. where people would look at even a white woman and be like, oh, this highly competent, intelligent yeah. woman should definitely be president. Yeah. Like, she didn't, like, so I I understand. Yeah, I don't think there's a criticism. Yeah, no, 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 but I'm saying I do understand kind of why she, I mean, why she was doing a lot of the shit that she was doing, because, like, she was interested in what her husband's job was, and she didn't have access to her husband's job. And she felt capable. Yeah, she felt. Uh, being, uh, participating in that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have so many mixed feelings about Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, same. But I mean, I think in general that she is capable of, of assuming the presidency. I mean, like not even just capable. I would say she's qualified. Like yeah, I mean, capable, absolutely. you know, it's like and and I'm not criticizing you for that word. I'm just saying like I think she's extremely qualified. Yeah. I mean, you know, we'll see when we get there. But <laughs> we'll see when we get there. But yeah, like I I don't think she would do a bad job. No, I think she I has don't... the experience, you know, no. necessary to be able to her her desire to pursue this makes sense. I think. Yes, 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 yes. I agree. And why the first lady job was ill fitting on her? Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Totally, and it's not, and like, and that's completely like it's it's a valid thing. Yeah. Like, and it's it's also good to point out like the criticisms of her for that are also like you know steeped in patriarchy. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. But that said, to go back to the contrast between her and Michelle, like they pointed out, they said this might be her true advantage in this particular situation mm-hmm. of being first lady is that she seems, you know, at peace, even relieved that her power is symbolic rather than institutional. It makes her less threatening and more potent at the same time, especially since her presence at the White House has this unique significance. Yes. Unique significance is, I think, a key part of that. Like, so it, there's some levels in that contrast. Yeah. We should first talk about the concept of power. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the thing that, like, I, I don't want to say that Hillary Clinton doesn't necessarily, I don't think she, I think she understands the concept of symbols, but it was clear she didn't like the power that being a symbol provided her yeah you know like she wanted she wanted to be able to wield power directly yeah like she wanted to be able to make decisions and be and i think be regarded as the person who is making decisions that is why i think she is running for president yeah, yes clear clearly <laughs> um whereas michelle I think it's clear that she knows, like, she knows she is a symbol. She knows there are certain conventions that come along with her title as First Lady. And I think she, you know, it talks about her feeling at ease and in using that type of power. Yeah. You know, she she's using the power that she has as a symbol to redefine how a woman can be powerful. You know, that it is okay to focus on being mom in chief that it's yeah. okay to focus on being a mother that it's okay to focus on things like health you know being like staying fit and yeah. the other like issues that she chooses to uh advocate for yeah uh there is power in that symbol yeah and especially because she is a black woman black and black people like like so if you think about like important black figures like so many of them are as important and potent to steal a word from the passage as they are because they are symbolic of something. Yeah. Like, judgments aren't always necessarily top mm, of mind, but seeing you somewhere is enough. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, there's this thing that Velma Golden of the Studio Museum says, where I, it's, I'm paraphrasing, but she's like, I want black people to go wherever we already aren't. Do you know what I'm mm, saying? Yeah. So many, so much of so many black people's like power comes from symbolizing being a black face someplace where people do not expect us mm. and like being yourself and like, and even, even more so being yourself and being real and being authentic. I see where you're going. And yeah. like, she like, like Michelle totally just fucking gets that. Yeah. And she, and I, and, and like, I think that maybe that's where her comfort comes from. 
she has this she has this seems like she has this genuine happiness about what she's able to like about about her position and what she's able to do with it and it probably comes from the fact that she deeply understands like what she means to a lot of people yeah and that and that that meaning changes things in itself yes i think you know i think that just kind of doubles down on, on what you were saying like well yeah well then also like you get into like even like really obvious stuff like you know she's real black <laughs> she Obama is, is black like for real for real yeah she's a little darker than drake she's not passing <laughs> <laughs> no she's not pa- which is like there's so many reasons why that makes me happy. Like, for one, there's this Gino Diaz quote that I really like. I'm paraphrasing like shit today. Mm-hmm. But he talks about, like, how, about colorism and, like, yeah. you know, a decolonial love. He's like, you know, I think that you should love who you love. And if, yeah. you, uh, if you're in love with somebody, that's an amazing thing. You know, regardless of what they look like, regardless of what their ethnic background is. If, like, if you love somebody and somebody loves you back, that's amazing. Yeah. But if you took... Like let's say like an entire team of professional athletes. Like let's say like I think you might have said major league baseball, but I think even better might be like, you know, NBA. If you yeah. put a whole bunch of like NBA players on one side, like made put them in line, and then they faced all of their partners in line, you would see very clear distinctions between what the let's say like a, a line of black men, yeah, and then their female partners. Well, you if you if you saw if you saw any black faces in the line of partners, they're going to be you know. Light brights or possibly ethnically ambiguous and, yeah. you know, the wavy hair, the whole or, or foreign for all my broads <laughs> is foreign. Right. Yeah. I hate that shit so yeah. much. It feels good, honestly, to see a black man, the most powerful black man in the world, like have this partner who is a, 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 a black, a black brown skinned woman. And I think, it, I mean, to talk about that a little bit more, because I think, I think there's something to unpack in that. Yes. Everybody knows Michelle is fine. Yes. You, you know, know I didn't want to, I didn't want to take the conversation quite in this direction, but, but it's you, true. You no, know, she's obviously a very fit and attractive woman. But you don't, you don't see many like, you don't see a large like no. You don't see that conversation about black women. No, and you also I, don't see a light skinned black man with like a with a darker partner. Exactly. Usually. Outside of my parents, I don't recall a ton of them. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, while there are obviously there there are more important conversations around, yeah. uh, like Michelle and her blacks. I but think again, that's, a, I think that's a, super it goes, significant. Yeah, it goes back to the significance, and it goes yeah. back to the symbolism of like her, like Michelle Obama, is a is like. She has a perm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, Michelle has a perm. Yeah. And she's from Chicago. Yeah. And, like, she's always talking about how she's from the South Side. And she's all, she's just like, she brought her mother to live with them in the White House, which again was so black. And I yeah. love that so much. It made me so, 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 so happy. And, like, one year, like, for her birthday, Barack got her and all her girlfriends tickets to see Earth, Wind, and Fire and her mama. And I was just like, this is so, yeah. That's like, Marriage goals right there, just yeah, but, for regular I mean, black people. Also, just blackness. Like, I mean, and this comes back to another some of the other things that make, like, Michelle, like, in terms of uh, a perfect black person. Okay? Yeah. Like, you've never really questioned Michelle, questioned Michelle's blackness. I've heard people say, like, that's a white side of Barack. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, that's not a new statement. Yeah. But, you know, Michelle always been real. Like She's always been real. And, like, you know, to paraphrase Cat Williams, he said, <laughs> if you get up close to Michelle... She smells like cocoa butter and motion. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's true though. Like, I know a lot of people who call her like colloquially Auntie Shelley because yeah. she seems like an auntie type of person. Yeah, and I mean, and that again, going back to like, it's amazing just in that position, like, like how normalizing that is to being, you know, quote unquote, authentically black. Yeah, in that particular position, you don't have to code switch to the like Kanye on Chris Jenner degree. You know? Like <laughs> yeah. you can still talk about like I think there was one patch where they were talking about how they gonna start like now that they have so much help, they're gonna start going to the club. They're yes. like, you gonna see us it's in the, the club. club. Like, Which is like black parents say that. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean the club is just <laughs> The club is a black thing to yeah. say. So like it's you know, it's crazy. It's just awesome to hear them be so authentically black. Uh to like to be able to to profess that in that way in this position and to have that be okay. 
you know, like in the much in the same way, folks are, are always shocked, like how Barack does. She does the same thing. Yeah, it's just. I mean, have you seen the video where she was rapping? Like she did the like what about go to vegetables? college. Oh no, ah. go to college. Who was that with? I oh, saw my, that. It was with uh, Jay Farrow yes, from J- SNL. From, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But like I mean, it was corny because she, you know, is yeah. a parent. But still, like she it was, was like... it was more authentic than Hillary doing that fucking dab. Like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's I, how like... I felt when I saw her doing that shit. Like I mean, it's just awesome to see them participate and profess that blackness and be so black in that particular position. Like it, it makes me feel comfortable that like when I do get to whatever position, you know, that I'm. I feel like I'm going to end up in. Oh, okay, okay. But you understand what, you know, I know like, what you're saying? Yeah, hey, you know, we trade. We're all claim it. Look, we're on money team, up yeah. on the mobile team. <laughs> trying okay. to get there. You we're know? trying to get this, get this money. Uh, that when I get there, you know, I won't have to like. It's, I'm not gonna have to shuck and jive. You yeah. know, like I, I can be my authentic self. Yeah, you know, I can. You know, be the sometimes petty. Be the sometimes all the time petty. <laughs> Only person out petty you is Kanye West. It's not even Drake. But yeah, Kanye. I, can, I can be, I can be me, and that, and that, that is nice, and that is largely because of, you know, because of Michelle and because of Barack. It's just crazy because like she checks off all of like the fucked up societal boxes that people yeah. feel like you need to have. She checks all the boxes of like that like black folks require you to have, and she doesn't seem stressed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To see her not doesn't not appearing to kill herself over any of this is actually I never thought about that, but it actually is remarkable. It's like weirdly reassuring that like I might be okay in the future. Yeah, I mean, I definitely look for that. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, because you the same way. Like, I realize, and you, I mean, you've seen this, and this is part of kind of I think what has been my like my own growth over the past few years like I used to say all the time like I, I like sh- I used to say it's like stress is my fuel I think I've said that you to had you, to, you actually had, yeah you have <laughs> um and you know the reality is that's it was because I've, I've seen that that stress would push me to a point where I could be high functioning yeah um but the reality is is you know as I've gotten older and I've had uh more stressors you know more things yeah. that could cause me stress high a child is a major yeah. stressor yeah I've I've realize that that is not like that's a recipe for a disaster yes so a lot of what you know as i've gone through this transition where i'm trying to you know think about uh myself and how i push myself to be productive uh i've been looking for signals and signs and symbols that you can be in highly stressful situations yeah. and not be stressed be high function be calm be cool and not have that seem like a complete like facade, like facade. A bunch of bullshit. yeah like a whole bunch of bullshit now don't get twisted with barack it's different. Be, he look, he look a little stressed. Sometimes he look a little sleepy. <laughs> I feel. I really do feel because, like, if I don't get, you know, my sleep, I've, I'm learning as I get older. I'm fucked up. Yeah, I mean, same. Which, I don't get it though. Yeah. <laughs> you will soon. Enough. Yeah, yeah. But you know, seeing her in that role definitely provides like some comfort to come back. I mean, I think whether you agree or disagree with the notion that Michelle is the you know on paper the most perfect black person. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone, anyone would disagree with her importance. You know, yeah. Time uh, titled their article "The Meaning of Michelle Obama," yeah, which I think is is <laughs> apt, yeah. apt, especially considering her symbol status. You know, she she means everything to a lot of people. A lot of people. Um, and I'm excited as they've come to the end of you know, or close to the end yeah. of their tenure. It's going to be very interesting to see the like this really openly famous like m- appearing to be mentally together black woman like age publicly yeah. and having been exposed to as much as she was and learned as much as she was uh, as she has in the past like 8 years or maybe shit maybe even 12 15 years be able to return like she can right now can pick whatever she wants to do for her career. Somebody's gonna hire her. Do yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's overqualified for just about fucking everything. Yeah. And so it's gonna be interesting to see what she chooses to do. Yeah. Because like she's she is on paper perfect. I'm curious to see like like something like her like, let loose a little bit. Yeah, her yeah. let loose. I'm very I'm I'm interested to see that. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And I actually, I mean, honestly, I, I don't think this is I don't think she wants this, especially considering what she her probably her uh proximity to Brock. But I think she could definitely pursue some sort of a public uh, office. Yeah, public office. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I mean, especially considering if you, I mean, I think especially by that time we will have having seen Hillary basically. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, her push yeah. through and kind of clear that barrier 
like it, it'll definitely be a lot more quote unquote normal by that by that point if she did. But I don't think that doesn't seem like where her interest. I was like. going to say it doesn't seem like something she's. I I, I don't see that she's interested in that. But I do see her having an interest in policy in general. Yeah, I'm curious to see like what like how that manifests because she's. I mean, she's obviously she's whip smart. Yeah, and she knows everybody. And she, like, was able, like, part of why she's been able to stay so normal is because she moved her whole network of people from Chicago. With her, yeah. Yeah, you know, shit, what's blacker than, you know, everybody eats? Yeah. What's blacker than I come up? That's why I come up with me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, yeah. I, it'll be, I'm, I'm, I, I, I get the feeling as smart and ambitious and energetic as a woman she is that she's probably got some good stuff cooking. Yeah. That, you know. So, Michelle Obama. Yes. Most perfect black person. Yes, most perfect black person. We love you. Um and uh and like actually, you know, I mean we're glad you exist for lots of reasons, but there is so much to unpack with you being who you are. Jesus. Yeah. One thing you said that intrigued me. What? Are you positive she has a perm? Okay, so I've given this thought. I don't know if she necessarily has a perm now, but judging by photos, Michelle Obama has had a perm. She for has at least, had, she's had perm for had at perm. least <laughs> Three decades of her life, yeah. just judging by photo evidence. Yeah. Um. So I, to me, if you've had, if you've hit thirty she's plus committed. years of perm, <laughs> then like maybe she's not anymore because you know when you get, you know when you get money, you, and you get a good, to some different, different, yeah, you get that things. Ted Gibson flip. You don't need to have necessarily a perm. You can get California Silky Press in no time, right? In the yeah. city you go to, that's why I travel with you. But, um, so maybe you know, Maybe she's not. Maybe she's not about that perm life anymore. But to me, you're. Uh, it's like. It's like. Um. It's like if you. I think if you go to Weight Watchers enough, you have like a lifetime membership. Or you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It, like you fulfill your weight loss goal and you have lifetime membership. I think it's like that with permhood. It's like once oh, okay. you re. If you had perm for thirty years, then you yeah, are intimately. Card. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're intimately acquainted. It was that. Yeah. Intimately. Uh. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Acquaint. Acquainted. Yeah. yeah acquainted. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're intimately acquainted yeah. with the. Uh, with the whole. Rick and roll. Gotcha. All right. All right. All right. Well, this has been another another episode. Yeah. Another hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> we'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back Let's in. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, yeah. yeah. We'll be back in two weeks. All right. So, uh, if you don't know, this is the point in the show where we beg you profusely to go to iTunes yeah. and leave us a review. Oh, yeah. If you don't mind, uh, that is the that is the fuel that is that, that keeps us going. Fuel. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, it helps people to find us. It helps to keep the show popping and signal, you know, that we're not out here just talking to an empty room. Yeah. Um, but other than that, stay healthy. Yeah. I, th- I thought Try you were to say stay black, and I was like, stay whatever you are. Yeah, actually. I was going to say stay whatever you want, but stay healthy. Uh, you know, try not to be stressed. Yeah, try not to be stressed. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. All right, we'll holler at y'all in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye.